0: Get a whole new perspective on Ram 1500 and Ram Heavy Duty. Motor Trend's back-to-back truck of the year at the Ram Start Something New sales event. Now during Owner Appreciation Month, financing at $11,250 in total values on the 2019 Ram 1500 Classic Bighorn Crew Cab. Hurry in for great deals during the Ram Start Something New sales event. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Package values based on combined value of package items. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 2-3-2020.
1: the rocks i'm matt
2: i'm emily and i'm mandy
1: and uh today we have one of my favorite episodes uh blame it on the alcohol that's right quick poll um anybody here that's actually recording while doing this
0: it's two o'clock in the afternoon (laughs) on a sunday so the lord's day and we all respect the lord The three of us here are pious <laughs> folk. <laughs>
1: I
2: I forgot that memo. Sorry. Yep.
0: Yep. I mean, really, we are the three most pious people we know.
2: I would absolutely be down for mimosa right now if someone wants to bring me one, though. I know.
0: See? Yeah.
2: Alcohol. It's it's laziness. There are, laziness, drinks, there are not, not a lack of desire.
0: You know, I did think about that, having a drink for this episode, and it's it's mm-hmm. only that it's upstairs and I am not upstairs. That's keeping me from getting something really quick. And also that our liquor is on top of the kitchen cabinets and that would require Even both go going... effort. yeah, I'd have to go upstairs and also get out a chair and get on the chair and Nope. We're all short. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I, uh, I have peach tea. That is it.
1: Mm-hmm. So basically, play it on the alcohol on the alcohol, none of us are
0: drinking. You're getting this episode totally sober, probably for the best.
1: <sighs>
0: I mean, I'm caffeinated enough to not be totally sober.
1: How much caffeine does it take for your system to actually be super caffeinated, though?
0: Me? Yeah. Half of a Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Really? Okay.
0: <laughs> half of an entire store. Not half of a That's cup. About... Half of oh, the entire oh. store.
1: I'm with you now. That makes more sense. (laughs) I was surprised, but like, okay. No, no, not
0: half a nice coffee. Half of what they have available.
2: I feel like Uh, she was about to call you on that if you were saying half a coffee. No.
1: I know. I was just like, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I guess caffeine affects you more than I thought. And i It doesn't affect
0: me at all. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay. That, the that scans. Yeah.
0: I can drink, I, I can drink coffee right before bed. And the only thing that happens is I have to get up at three o'clock in the morning to pee.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's one of the shittiest things about getting older too. Yes. Is that now I can't have a coffee at 10 PM without feeling it at 2 AM and 4 AM.
0: Yep. Exactly. It's not that I'm awake because I'm caffeinated. It's that I have to use the bathroom. Yeah. So listen up kids. That's the real problem of drinking coffee before you go to bed. It's it's not that you can't (laughs) sleep, it's that you can't stay asleep. Anyway, this is a Glee podcast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. anyway, let's Stay tuned for our podcast. Why Aging Sucks podcast. Yes. Yeah. Probably coming sometime
1: soon. Yep. Uh, cool. So, yeah. Uh, blame it on the alcohol. The 14th episode of Glee's second season and the 30, 36th episode overall premiered on February 22nd, 2011. Just a little background information in case you do not remember this glorious episode. It's alcohol awareness week at McKinley High, and Principal Siggins wants the school to be aware of the dangers of underage drinking. In this case, asking Will to prep the Glee Club with a song that will make the kids aware of the dangers of underage drinking during an assembly. Sidebar, nothing says uh, don't drink and sits well with high school students like a song from the Glee Club during assembly. As Rachel continues to prepare uh, better original songs for regionals, she decides to find her inspiration and in song by organizing a party for the Glee Club, including Blaine and Kurt, at her place, getting everyone drunk and hungover besides Ben and Kurt. Uh, Will also decides to join in with the drunk fun when he goes with Beast to a Twisted Cowboy Bar. This episode was directed by Eric Stoltz and written by Ian Brennan. I didn't call it a Twisted, yeah, was
0: this a twisted Cowboy
2: Bar. Is that what
1: it I says? didn't think it was. That's just what it says in the summary. To me, I just thought it was like a
2: cowboy bar. Yeah. I don't know the twisted part. Neither I mean, it's, all, I, it's just I, called a honky-tonk bar. Like, it yeah. like
0: cowboy bar.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe the person that wrote this summary is not in an area that has honky-tonks. That's but fine. That's, I guess, but like, the, in other words, but yeah, I don't think it's twisted so much as it just is what it is. So, all right. Uh, first of all, I have never loved
2: Figgins more than in this episode yeah I, I, just, his... <laughs> just... <laughs> what what specifically causes your figgins love um key
1: dollar sign ha huh? yep.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that is one of his best lines
1: And it, it is just, it's just his delivery on stuff like that is just so deadpan and when he was like congrats like well done didn't know you guys were such good actors and they're like just super drunk um it's just it's dumb and silly and i i I like that characterization of him. I think there are times they over embellish. I know Glee over embellishing yeah. once, but they no, like they never. take that like, never. Uh, but they take that sort of like weird, dumb naivete and they take it too far? Kind of what they do with, with Heather, which yeah. so is like yeah. cool. He's supposed to be kind of naive about things. You just made him like not have a brain cell. So, but mm-hmm. in this in this episode, I feel like it's like you're just really. Just really excited about this and just really, really naive about
0: anything going on. I like it. There was a lot in this episode that was just kind of like silly in a way that one, uh, I, this episode is so weird because it's funny and I like it. And there are some classic, classic glee moments and memes. I don't even I know if they're, they're memes, there's like quotes and lines and gifts that have withstood. The test of time and they're still there and there are still quotes and lines that people say and I love that and then there's also whole sections of this episode that I was like, I, does this matter? Does any of this? who cares next get get more to the back to the singing back to the singing. This was yeah. an episode where I was just like, no no no, don't give me plot don't give me like a an after school special about the dangers of drinking I do not care, please let them just sing drunk more, please just more. More TikTok, more blaming on the alcohol. Just give me more performances of them acting like idiot children. That's all I want from this. Episode.
2: You're so good at it, too. I mean, like, there was actually it's just really- them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is, felt like them getting to do something they found fun.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. They all looked, I mean, I feel like, yes, you're right, that there was very little acting. This was a Ryan hearing about them having their crazy parties at Jenna's apartment, and we're like, it's in the episode. Yeah. That's the episode, is Jenna's party. Or Naya's party. And uh, just don't come to set drunk, because you won't be allowed on the lot.
1: No, so you get drunk on the set.
0: You get drunk on the set. You come sober, get drunk there.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah, that, so, uh, no. those wine coolers were for real. They okay, some of the things they were drinking.
1: Okay, so I have I have thoughts about like. I was gonna say, whole, do you have
0: like actual plot, I like talking points about this episode? Because I don't even know that I, I do. do. I do. Other than um, the the Kurt Rachel Blaine thing. Yeah,
1: yeah no, I, I definitely
2: what I have opinions on. Yeah.
1: So so here's my my three prong of like um, alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, the depiction of alcohol in media um, is weird, mm. and and in, in this episode specifically, I'm like you guys. Are drinking, like even how they depict will drinking, I'm just like, I get that it's all for comedic effect, but like none of that was right. <laughs> how mm-hmm. many beers did you have at the did you have at the at the bar? Well, beers, beers. Right. Okay. Um. So I so there's a little bit of like, hey, okay, let's talk about how they actually dealt with the subject of alcohol because I find it terrible. Um, and then obviously the the weird love triangle that's not really a love triangle uh going on with with blaine and kurt and rachel and i think it's important to talk about that especially today uh being world pride day side note happy world Pride Day to everybody in the lbgtqia i think i hit all the numbers and letters numbers. yeah we're, rec- no, we're recording this
0: on i hit all world the project i probably won't post on world Pride Day, but it, we're it, recording it on world pride day and that's all that matters Happy a late day. Uh,
1: but no, just talking about uh, also uh, how they depicted that, which I have things that I liked about it and things that I didn't like about it. And then, and then one bourbon, one scotch and one beer There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole ass plot point that I want to talk about. So those are the three things that I had written down on watching that I wanted okay. to talk about. Um, okay. i say because uh, one of those is infin- infinitely more fun for us to talk about than others. I will, I will start with, with, Hey, let's talk about how they depicted alcohol in this episode. Because it was. Bananas. Yeah. How it, many it, beers it was
2: does it take you to
1: give everybody an hmm. it? It, is, it was weird. But, like, how many beers does it take to give you an egg? If you're grading papers. Because I, I didn't was, get the impression was, that
2: he. It was a very shoehorned in type of character thing for Will, which, I mean, Glee never does that. No. Randomly gives no. someone a character trait for one single episode and then it never gets mentioned again. Mhm. So the whole like Will drinks too much and he's going to stop drinking forever was very schmaltzy after school special.
0: Mhm. Yeah, the, it not we had no context. Yeah, there was no context and it was also like did was there an executive who was like we need an after school special of an episode because someone heard that like Four Loco was getting popular and someone's kid Got drunk at a school party, and they wanted an episode about how getting drunk at school was bad, because that's what this felt like. Was that an executive somewhere felt like they needed a, an anti-drinking PSA, and no mm-hmm. one could quite figure out how to do it, so they just kind of were like, "Um, some kids at McKinley are drinking, and go." Well, even just some. I well, I guess um, some is, is still probably accurate,
1: but um, the. Uh, there was a line that after like the the last performance where they were throwing up, Figgins goes up the Uh Figgins is <laughs> uh, like, you know, like, this is the first time kids haven't come to school drunk in weeks. And I'm like, how bad is this problem? Yeah. And if it's like, if it's
2: like your entire student body is coming to school drunk, you need more than an assembly. Yeah. I was going to say, it, it would have made more sense if like one single student had a drinking problem. Mm, mm -hmm. Mm that they they were gonna like if they wanted to do an after school special or if it wasn't alcohol like kids like smoking on campus uh, smoking pot on campus or something you know maybe it's just my school experience but I don't know anyone who like brought alcohol to school or got drunk at school
0: I mean if they did
2: I wasn't hanging out with
0: like those fucking people yeah
1: I mean like I definitely knew people that drank at like parties in high school like outside of not,
2: not really yeah, but not not at school.
1: <laughs> like I don't know Correct. anyone that
2: showed up to school drunk in the morning yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah, no, me either. Um, especially not like an entire student body. That so feels like a feels like a massive uh, need for for intervention if that was the case. Yeah,
0: uh, like the so superintendent get, would be showing up, like, hey, <laughs> yeah. what's happening here? Exactly.
1: So then it's like, okay, so Glee clearly. Wanted to do some sort of after school special, which they definitely do more of. Was this the first one that you would that is like an after school special?
0: No. What uh, What was the other one? Wasn't there one in season one that felt school specially the um, celibacy club and Quinn mm, getting right, pregnant yeah. and all
1: that kind of shit. You're right. You're right.
0: Which was uh, brought up? Remember when she was drunk at the party? She was like, "I used to have yeah. abs." I was like, oh, that's right. She had a baby. Remember? Remember that baby? That was a whole season plot point. It's and weird I like how
2: that. quickly I like that it- not forgotten. Right. So the the slight continuity was kind of nice. The, the very
1: slight, was, especially with the way they did it, because it wasn't like "Remember how I had a baby." I liked that line, by the way. I had abs.
0: I had abs. I did too. Actually, <laughs> like, that's a teenage response to having a baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, but then they also like the way they depicted, I guess, just um, what when how you drink. Like I said, Will getting drunk. In the evenings, and like, I don't know how many beers he had, I don't remember counting, but it was just like, like it was beer. Is it really, are you really that bad? Um, Rachel has uh, made something she had wine coolers, the thing when she came to school is like brandy, vermouth,
2: port <laughs> wine,
1: yep, scotch. Yes, maybe it's because I'm not into sweet vermouth, but I'm like,
2: uh, the only what? thing I will say about that is that that felt very Rachel Berry to yes. want to like. Like mix a bunch of things like that together. Not very typical high schooler student. Just specific to Rachel.
1: but it's just like oh, was, yeah.
2: oh and also cough syrup. Um, yeah. It was just it was one of those, like that sounds terrible. Oh, it sounds also,
1: horrible. Just, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of a lot of um yes. a lot of depictions of oh my god we're crazy crazy drunk and I'm like you really haven't had that much to drink. Which for high schoolers to some degree I I'm like okay I can kind of buy that because you're high schoolers and you probably do not go drinking uh frequently um it was more just um on the adult side that i was just like that's that's a weird depiction and i i, may, I mean i'm guessing comedic effect, but i was just sort of like okay
0: i don't okay yeah also teenagers don't drink it's not worth it it's not that ah, great yeah. okay it's just... for no
1: other reason because like you shouldn't
0: but also um, it's, it's really expensive.
1: Really expensive.
0: Also, and really if you high in calories, if it's really high in sugar and calories. Um, also, if you are gonna drink, like learn to drink the good stuff. Like you don't yeah. have to waste your time on Pabst and beer unless it's good beer. But like, find yourself some whiskey. Find yourself yeah. some Scotch. Like, sure okay. your good. shitty boyfriend really likes tequila that he got from his mom's basement. Boo. Go find go to like a tasting somewhere. Well, no, you're twelve, don't do that. Just go to your dad's <laughs> liquor cabinet and try the good stuff. It's much better. What's the word what's the word and you'll drink, now? drink <laughs> yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. If you find a bottle and you can't pronounce it, it probably is better. Right. Trust us um this is the advice yeah. we offer to the youth yes if you're the gonna <laughs> sweethearts if you're gonna drink drink the good
1: I went to a coworker worker part like birthday party that sounds like there was magic involved there was not um on Friday it was karaoke and she's 24 25 now um, um children I right know she's a baby um she's a twin so uh the girl I know is is rolls very uh like old soul like she would just, like very much like let's go goes and is in bed by 10 p.m love to watch like pride and prejudice and it's just me. kind of like yeah it's yeah but also just like and like if she's gonna go out she wants to like go and like sit somewhere where you can talk and like have a drink And she's, she's me yeah no, she's yeah it, she's she rolls very it's, like old soul this bar very, is too loud. <laughs> No, no, that's for real for her. And uh, like her friends at work are all in, we're all in our thirties. So, cause that, that's, that's what she likes to do. So she invited us and then also her twin, who's um, not like that at all, uh, shows up an hour and a half after it's like the whole room started. And they, uh, th- this story has a, it pertains to what we were talking about. I swear to God, um, comes in with like five or six of her friends all in their like early early twenties, acting like it. Pretty sure I felt like I was in that 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 uh Rachel's party scene because they were loud, they were crazy. And then and then like I find out because they've been drinking cheap margaritas with yeah. ever clear shooters.
0: Ugh. Uh-huh. No no why I just Bringing this back around to say these mm. are sing-
1: yeah, right? I found mm. that out and I was like this explains everything um i say all that to say if something includes an everclear shooter don't drink it it's bad. exactly that's what i was expecting them to be drinking at this party to like at the in the in the in the show for it to be like to have that sort of effect i was like you guys were taking everclear not not quite but like that's the the reactions i was seeing in, in the episode so brought it back around there was a reason for this story <laughs>
0: Uh. uh I also just don't Although believe I... that Rachel Berry with her two gay dads had never had a sip of alcohol. I know. But That's Yes, you did. They gave you wine. Let's be reasonable.
1: I mean, they probably weren't like, here's shots of tequila, but like, yeah, I see them being like, we're very, we're very European continental. Yeah. You can drink wine with us. Um, I do that. Also the, uh, the whole party scene I found to be uh, really fun. I was just, this,
0: Gonna, um, oh, we're moving to the party scene because uh, we can talk about the party scene.
1: Yeah, I, I'm like, this is my this is my segue into the party. Segway?
0: Is the segue, is um, the segue mm-hmm. Blaine Anderson's hair? Can that be the oh, segue? Um, actually,
1: wasn't wasn't my only segue. Oh. my segue. But now that it's created, let's lean in on it. All right. I don't so do Blaine segues. Has, I just make statements. <laughs> I feel like that should be a it should be like a shirt somewhere. I don't do segues. I make statements. I just mm-hmm. make statements.
0: Um, this, this episode, uh, is my Blaine Anderson. Yeah. And I will fight every other Blaine Stan out there. All of you. I like how,
1: because characterization (laughs) changes so much by, like, episode to episode with these characters, you have to be like, this is my
0: characterization. Yes.
1: Where someone else can be like, no, this one is mine, because it's different, because they all, there is no
0: continuity there's no continuity and i don't care this is the right one (laughs) this this is the blaine who has like a a personality underneath his protective blazer Mm -hmm. he has questions about his sexuality that he's revealing to someone he cares about he's confused which is new for him because he has this air of confidence and security that is just an air. It's just a 16, 17-year-old boy pretending to be confident, because that's what boys do. And girls, but mostly boys. Uh, he, lets, he literally lets his hair down in front of his not-boyfriend to impress his friends. He wears clothes that make him comfortable, but stays in the color scheme that makes him feel safe. The blue white red and it's it's the blaine underneath the blazer who is the one who is my blaine and i don't care what other no. people want out of a blaine this is the right blaine and the blaine who should have stayed the rest like as you peel as you peel down the layers you find the like, onion the onion you find the other pieces of him down to like his trauma that will eventually be retconned into his character development and like all those other things. But like this version, who is also half Darren, I guess, because there's not a ton of acting going on, especially when nope. they all are like dancing and singing. Like he's even using a different voice because he has his like gay Blaine voice. Which that's another mini episode, I guess, of a thing anyway. Um like this this little nugget of an episode with this Blaine is my Blaine and I will fight everyone else about it that's all i thank you for coming to emily's ted talk thank you for coming to my ted talk this is the hair this is peak hair and it goes downhill from here because ryan murphy is satan and he knew it was good he saw it he saw the hair he saw darren walk out of the trailer the hair and makeup trailer and was like too hot have to have to take it down (laughs) this is one of the few times i looked at this like darren was like yes and then they ruined it forever and you're like no and they just made it worse and worse and worse as more and more people complained they just made it worse and worse
2: yeah they really did glade was quite good at doubling down on things people hated yes they really they literally were the more people complained
0: about certain things the more they made it worse and i truly believe that included blaine's clothes and his hair and that's just taking out characterization like whatever the fuck goes on there but the hair gel or plaster, whatever the fuck they put in that hair that yeah. and the clothes just were like, oh, you, you didn't like that pastel? Bring on all of it. Oh, you think it makes him look bald? Bring on more. Just more. Just, let's just comb it all the way down to his scalp because that looks attractive for a teenager. Anyway, this is Blaine. This one right here. Just right here. I'll also... Take a
1: moment to look at this one. <laughs> enjoy it.
0: And I know how many of you out there Bought that cardigan, I know. I remember everyone going out and buying that cardigan. I remember. He did I wonder how many people still clothes. enough of you. Enough of you people out there still have that cardigan tucked away in your in your dresser drawer at the bottom with all your other Glee swag. I know. I see. You can wear it tomorrow. Yeah, wear your bland sweaters. Well, no, it's July. Don't do that.
1: Well, I mean, if you work in a if you work in an office that
0: is perpetually freezing, you might need it. You weirdos out there who are cold, but yes, just wear it, wear. Everyone who went out to dress like Blaine, you know who you are, and just wear that shit with pride, because it's Pride Month, Blaine. and do it, do it for Blaine. Take your gel out do your it hair, for and just wear it with pride. Anyway, so other stuff happened in this scene. <laughs> uh, there, yeah, a lot. I've been holding that for just a decade. I'm glad that you could. We gave you this this moment so that you could. I, need, <laughs> I needed this podium. Yourself. That was my debate speech. That's why I was running oh, for president. I just Honestly, needed that moment. <laughs> on stage just
1: that. honestly better than marianne <laughs> uh, and john delaney and, and Ryan. Oh, john mulaney i said john delaney oh, i said john Delaney
0: running for president like well sure not yeah. honestly at
2: this point who is There's the a horse, horse
0: in the hospital.
2: hospital that would be his debate speech. he would just break and him. i would
0: vote for him on that I be would like, too. Yes, you're right, voting. There is a horse. In no other voting. issue matters.
2: He's just going to talk about that horse. Yeah.
1: If you have no idea what we're talking about, I need you to immediately, after you're done listening to this podcast, finish listening to this podcast first, go yes. to Netflix. If you do not have a Netflix account, you may need to question who you are um, and then get on <laughs> Netflix and then find John Mullaney and start with Kid Gorgeous
0: yeah.
1: and then you will thank us um no but as far as the the party scene um blame notwithstanding and i, I don't want to jump right into blame current rachel i'm because i have a couple other things i want to talk about um finn's depictions of female drunks um uh, fits in line is i it is it also fits in line with for me i'm like yeah you're a teenager okay yes. but also those are very misogynistic stereotypes that yeah. are very pervasive in our in our society and i'm not into having them uh having the show reinforce them in a way it, by a character that it should be seen as, as sympathetic and and sort of like a character that we all just identify with and it's not pointed out that he's how how kind of shitty he's being when he says this so i like i i do I mean- not like that
2: I'm not sure that whoever wrote that was aware of how shitty he was being because it did not seem like it was being played for anything but serious. Like, he's he's oh, supposed, like, right. we're supposed to realize he's being a dick to Rachel specifically. But in general, that just seemed like somebody was expressing their opinions on the page. Yeah, it did. I
1: agree. It I really I, I did. I agree with you, Mandy. Whereas, like, him calling Rachel a needy drunk, that was him being a dick. But just saying, like, Britney is a stripper drunk I'm like yeah. No. Yeah. no 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 no
0: um,
1: because if you want to let's talk about the different types of drunk men get which is
0: all a lot worse. well there's the violent drunk the mean drunk the murderous drunk the rapist Murder drunk. drunk exactly yeah. gee she sort of
1: feels like weepy and giggly it just does not seem that big of a deal doesn't it yeah it's weird so yeah, I I really bristled at that, and
0: I know it's like it's small, and I and I, it's not I small it's not, though, because it just feeds into the way that they write about their female characters. That's true. You're There's right. Another it's piece right. of like ah yes, this is how you look at us.
1: Yeah, you're right. It, as in, the, in the context of the episode, female. fairly noted. Um, in the context of the episode, it's small, but it's just as as you both point out, it is a just another sort of like that is that is you wrote that seriously. And that's yeah. how you see it. And that's a problem with a capital P, which right yeah. with T, stands for trouble.
0: <laughs> it is a problem because there are younger people watching these episodes. Like, don't internalize that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There are... When you drink, if you drink...
0: Which you don't kid. have to. You don't have yes, to. Yes, exactly. dubs Most importantly, <laughs> you don't have to drink. No matter what there bullshit no it's about. Divisions. Like... Yeah. No matter what nonsense we're spouting up here, you don't have to drink. Yep. And I mean, it's, it's yeah. So it's just and sort of like, these categorizations aren't
1: real. And again, save the money. Save the money and go buy, go buy yourself something nice. Um, yeah, you know, so, like these categorizations don't exist. They're uh, a symptom of the patriarchy. We should burn them all down. Um, patriarchy, I, also,
2: yeah.
1: I, I, d- I did appreciate that Kurt and Finn are the only ones not drinking because let's be honest, Burt would kill them. Yes, so yes, I was would. I was amused I I was amused at that characterization that actually stayed true because it's like I it sort of feels like if it comes to Bert, it does usually, not always, but does usually seem to track like and it makes sense. Occasionally, some shit happens, but for the most part, I feel like Bert is one of the more like consistent characters in the show. He is, and
2: um, I I feel like there's like he has a benefit there of there's like a, a Venn diagram of things Glee can do well. The writers of Glee clearly like making white straight adult men sympathetic characters, but he appeared so rarely that they didn't get to destroy that. Yes, Yes. that is true. I feel like they probably tried it, but they didn't manage to do it because he showed up so rarely.
1: That might be the case. Yeah, his uh, his guest status saved his.
0: It kind of it may have, yeah, yeah, which is fine. Like I'm not gonna. Be like i guess there yeah. should have been more bert like you know what if less bert yeah no i'm, I'm
2: better bert, then that's fine it makes me wish there had been other characters that they perhaps only brought out once in a while uh, yeah
1: if you didn't if they didn't bring out every character if they only brought out every character once in a while we would hadn't shown <laughs> i say assuming you mean the entire cast because like there are all of them because they were on the show so much and all of them suffered
0: i mean if if leaving blaine at dalton meant a better Blaine, then that's just how it needed to be.
1: For a better Blaine.
0: And awesome. I I would have been sad, but we make sacrifices for the things we love.
1: Indeed, indeed we do. I think it's finally come to that time to talk about the kiss and everything around it.
2: Yeah, that's the part I have a lot of thinking. Alright. I just okay. really didn't like Kurt in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot of my opinions um Stay. i don't like i don't like the the like biphobia vibes I, actually it's not even vibes he like flat out was upset and offended by the idea that blaine might be bisexual and I, I it's kind of the same deal with finn i don't like that things like that are meant to be played sympathetic towards the character who's got the wrong opinion mm-hmm. like incurred at no point does it get dealt with that Kurt was pretty strongly biophobic, because Blaine ends up saying he's gay and then that's it.
1: Well, I mean, you do have, you do have uh, Blaine leaving saying, I would say bye, but I don't want to insult you or I don't want to make you angry. Yeah, like and that.
2: that's, that's Blaine expressing how he feels, but Kurt doesn't show that he understands that there's actually anything wrong. Mm. His attitude with Rachel is still very, no, he can't be bi. He's going to be gay. You'll see. Kurt and never admits so, to being wrong about anything. Yeah, he doesn't. And I really hate that in this episode because, again, it gives, like, the impression that Kurt's opinion, because it ends up Blaine is gay, that, you know, Kurt was right all along.
1: How I read this, and, and I agree with you, Kurt is, Kurt is being very biphobic in this episode. Um, I read it more, not as biphobic in being scared of people that are, like, uh, of, of bisexual, bisexuality, more as related specifically to Blaine, because he's in love with Blaine. So Blaine cannot be bisexual. Blaine can, Blaine has to be gay, because that is, that is what Kurt has written him down as, and that's who Kurt loves. And it was more a situational, which, again, still not good. And to to your point, that's like, he never
2: had the realization
1: that even if Blaine were bi, that's fine.
2: Kurt, being an unreliable narrator in that situation is perfectly fine to me, but I wish that Glee would address that Kurt's opinions are wrong because it doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. And it honestly made me again think that this is something that, you know, I know Ryan Murphy didn't write this episode, but it makes me think someone like that would look at, you know, that situation and not see anything wrong with having a blatantly biphobic character at no point like corrected. Mm-hmm. But this 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 way Finn gets to be homophobic sometimes and no one corrects him or you know actually I won't talk about future storylines more than that but
0: uh. <laughs> yeah
1: oh this, oh because actually my question is totally bringing in future storylines so they don't, oh, you stay, can. don't yeah, deal with I right. was don't don't we deal with with bisphobia with Santana in later in later season we do
2: but as I we don't, like, remember
0: yeah but like as we heard. In showman, in like in Kevin and Jenna's showmance, they just mm-hmm. decide off the cuff that Santana is going to be a lesbian. So, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, that was the, not
2: a like pre planned storyline. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I thought this was
1: after they had her come out and she expressed tr- like frustration or anger towards Britney also to still being bisexual. Yeah, but what even, I'm saying is that. She-
0: i mean we have to get there but it's more of the like we at least know with santana's character that a lot of things just happen off the cuff like uh, i guess in this, you're gonna be uh you're gonna be mean to your girlfriend like okay with you, you know i guess that's what what's saying. gonna happen
1: yeah i mean i i love kurt and um i think one of his biggest problems is that he has i don't know if i would call it a superiority complex or just he like does. he does not want to be wrong and so and whether and and I've I've read a lot into as to why, and I'm sure that's not at all what the what the writers put into it. So I try to I try to keep that like how you ha- how I have decided he is that way. Probably not at all how the writers have decided it, if they've done that at all. Um, but I I like that his like that is a consistent character flaw that he has. He has trouble being wrong. He has trouble being called out on being wrong, which we run into in later seasons and in later episodes. Um, I agree with you; it would have been much better for them to for him to have come to some realization at some point in this episode, and having somebody point out to him, other than just Blaine being angry, that how he was reacting is incorrect. Um, but again, I like I. It's a, it's a very consistent characterization for him and i read it more not necessarily against
2: bisexuality as blaine can't be bi
1: because then i mean i i think
2: i think it was i mean kurt very explicitly says that bisexuality is something that you know david say they are i can't remember his exact line there but he has a very harsh opinion on bisexuality but my overall like issue with is less about specific characterization and more about glee being a show that liked to talk about how it was like you know the gay representation on television and just flat out having yeah. a storyline that shitty not trying to in any way use it as a psa that that's not a good opinion because kurt is you know i'm not saying he's rewarded for his bad opinion but oh, it kind
0: it, is, he it, gets the boy
2: yeah he kind of yeah I mean, it, in the end, it does very much make it seem like Kurt was right. Bisexuality is something gay men do when they get a little bit scared but aren't ready to, like, say they're gay for sure. And that just really pisses me off, which I love this episode, but that specifically pisses me off. Hmm? I, and, I think I, I, it is it nobody,
0: nobody tells him he's wrong and he doesn't take it in.
2: Yeah. And, he, he often and, and like, does as, as a show that wants to be good to a queer audience it would have been the good thing to to just
0: have i mean i guess at least blaine gets his moment at the at the lima bean to tell him off a bit but it but in no way does kurt then apologize and i think it's that he i mean at least for me it's that he never has to apologize for the things he says that makes it hard to be on his side about stuff like this and and then, again, later, when he's talking to his dad in the kitchen, that conversation, like, every, every year that I get older, and I, I mean, I was already old when this episode came out. Like, I was, and old, but I was already older than the target audience. But every year that I think about that conversation, I get more and more and more on Bert's side, and less on Kurt's, and more like, could you just shut up and listen to your dad for, like, one fucking minute? Like, you're... <laughs> you're wrong your dad's right this is his roof you don't get to bring boys home without telling your dad who do you think you are don't just bring a boy into your house without calling your fucking father what is wrong with you (laughs) like I don't know if that's it's got to be an age thing right where when you're 16 you think like it's not a big deal you wouldn't care if it was somebody. like and as soon as you hit I don't know 25 maybe you're like oh no that's that's bad I can't just bring someone that I Am obviously attracted to into this house, and like you, once you hit an age, you can tell the difference of bringing a friend over to stay in the house versus someone who is not just a friend. Like the difference is, it's like porn, right? Like you know it, you know the difference, and you know why your parents are like, eh, no, yeah. And yeah. It's those moments <laughs> in the show where Kurt never has to apologize for the way he talks to people. And the way he treats the people who he purports to care about. Like, obviously, we know he loves his dad. And obviously, we know he comes to love Blaine. But or well, yeah, no, he doesn't love him right now. He's 16. He can't. But that's that's an argument I will have that 16 year olds, their brains aren't fully formed. You can't. But like, you, you can't, he doesn't ever have to have a comeuppance of how he treats people. It just gets kind of, it's, it goes on to the next thing so his reaction to Blaine about the bisexual thing and Rachel and the kiss is just another thing in glee's history where he has a fit, you know, he has an emotional reaction, says some shit that are is awfully harsh and then doesn't have to stand up for it, doesn't have to account be held accountable for it. And that gets I don't it gets annoying, at least for me.
2: It's very annoying. I, yeah, like I, I was so distracted by the blame thing that I didn't even make a lot of notes about the Bert thing. But really, low key, accusing Bert of being homophobic because he didn't want his teenage yeah. son sleeping with a guy, right. is not great, Kurt. If
0: I, if any, yeah, if any sixteen-year, I, I don't have to. You don't have to be my kid. If you yeah. were a friend of a friend of a friend, and you were like, I'm gonna bring home a boy or a girl. And I already knew that you were sort of into them, I'd be like, don't don't even think about coming into my house without kit. <laughs> what do you no? No, no, no. He can he and or she can like sleep outside, but not in your bed. No. Don't be stupid. A, Bert Bert's not dumb. Bert knows. No, Bert, Bert had you. He knows how this works. And I also don't he believe Bert like doesn't know what goes on between two dudes. Bert's been doing some research. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I do I do love uh Kurt's scathing um, comment about, you need, to, you need to learn things when I come to you about questions. And literally the next episode, it's like, Bert did and mm-hmm. does. And yeah. you want nothing to do with it. How about that, Kurt? How about them apples? But yeah, yeah that
0: is the thing is, Bert heard and responded. Kurt doesn't listen. <laughs> he doesn't take in a criticism. And have to respond. Bert took in a very valid criticism about potentially not knowing enough to help his son and did some fucking research to be able to help his son. He picked up some pamphlets. Kurt doesn't pick up uh, bisexual pamphlets for Blaine and he should, mm. should have yep. picked up some bisexual pamphlets for Blaine and had a discussion.
2: Go have and a he... chat with Emma. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And Emma would have been like, he doesn't go to the school. I can't help. <laughs> Even if you went to the school, I don't know if I would help. <laughs> it would have been like, you don't go to the school. I can't help you. I can't. Nobody goes to the school anymore. And then hands up a that, whole bowl. of randoms.
1: Yeah. Honestly, that sounds about right. Um, nobody goes to the school because nobody does any work. They show up <laughs> in class occasionally, but like, to what purpose?
2: Look, some of these kids want to get into college. They got to they gotta head out of McKinley.
0: Yeah. Some of them are desperately trying to get out
2: of Lima, Ohio.
0: Pretty much. Um. Also, you know what? Fuck Rachel. She knows Kurt is into Blaine.
2: Yeah, definitely um, fuck Rachel.
0: Like, you, yeah. her whole thing about I haven't lived enough to write a song, so I'm gonna kiss a dude to live properly, whatever that means. Like, wait, oh, you hold on. Live without- well also, like hold on. Let's back up this whole season and a half about the love quadrangle that you have been in with Finn and Puck and Santana and Quinn. Does that not at all write a whole album? Does none of that make a song or does it do you just need to kiss a gay dude? Is that the only Apparently, thing that you just gotta kiss tap an emotion or does like your whole Finn thing not no. no it's kind of ridiculous how it's been like um back and forth between
1: you are spent you spent so much time focusing on like essentially what to. do puck was there but not really he was like he was a body essentially um and then going and then kind of coming to some like I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on my creativity and my my passion and like my singing, and then like turn around and say something different in the next episode and then now it's like I just I need to kiss a gay man to be able to yeah. be fully creative and passionate and write my songs.
0: Like, yeah, and she's like, I had a relationship what? with someone who turned out to be gay. Like, you went on one date with someone, but you've been You're in... You're not a- Liza Minnelli. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so this one date, never mind this whole set of relationships you've been in. Okay. Also, okay, Rachel.
1: I, I, your point that, like, she knows Kurt's into him. Really, it, it that's one of those things that frustrates me. Um, I think like it's one thing if like, Hey, your friend, you're in a friend group and, and like, yeah, my best friend, like I don't even know if they're best friends right now. So let me rephrase. Yeah. My friend is into this other guy, but like, we're super best friends. That's one thing. You don't really know Blaine. You just think he's vaguely attractive and you don't, and you want somebody to like basically either get over Finn or make Finn jealous. And you're going to use the guy that your friend is is has a lot of emotional, you know, a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings for. That is mm-hmm. just really shitty friend behavior. Yeah. Like, Jesus. That's because she's a terrible fucking friend. That, that's definitely the the. <laughs> I'm only looking at how this could and would impact and affect me, as opposed to how is it going to impact and affect your friend. So I another another nail in the coffin of Fuck, I hate Rachel Berry. Yeah, I hate you. Also, um, I thought it was kind of interesting that they had Blaine go through a um, a who or what am I episode because when we, when we meet him, we kind of get the feeling like oh he's somebody who's got it all together. He's like you know mentor is I mean not that you can't mentor and still have things you need to work out but you kind yeah. of got this impression that he was somebody who have his shit together and in this episode it's like hey guess what he doesn't and it's like yeah. oh okay so like this really large part of his personality um, personality but, like of who he is ex- Yes, yeah, thank you is um is actually something that he's he doesn't know about maybe not he
2: thinks he is maybe he's going through some stuff maybe he's still I working mean- through the just general PSA, please never assume anyone between the ages of 16 and 18 has their shit together and knows anything. They don't. That is... <laughs> I, I'm uh, going to go ahead and say why... just assume no one has their shit I'm together gonna, and knows I anything. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's
1: got their shit together. That, I mean, that that is a fair point. I anyone... am
2: 34 and I can verify I do not have my yeah. shit together and do not know anything.
0: Anyone who says they have their shit together is full of it.
2: God or damn lacking self awareness
0: yeah that's too
2: one or the other um I, I,
1: it's, a, it's a good point, but like i guess i guess it's the impression that he knows who he is, and then you're yeah. and you're kind of then being told here i don't either either I don't know who I am or and and that's valid or it's i have issues with who I am and I am trying to find something else, like, trying to find something else about it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, there, there's multiple reasons. Like, we don't know, like, why why Blaine was, like, super jumping in on this. Maybe he really was. Like, the alcohol, and it was just like, hey, that – you're really drunk, and it's the person. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be anything more than that. Um,
0: You don't need to read more into it. So, we don't really know why, but I think I mean, it like is if, a yeah. – if the show were on today, he would just be he'd be like, "I don't believe in labels, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you know that's a few years ago. how quickly we've come in just a few years. Know. which is great, they just didn't quite they weren't quite there
1: yeah i do i think I do think it would have been interesting if they had made Blaine's questioning um of who and what he is uh, a little bit
2: longer longer like, yeah, I mean, like I mean, maybe that would have been a couple of interesting episodes. story. Line. To read. I mean not read. Um I think I did read it many no. times. That would have been an interesting storyline to watch. I was gonna say we have, that. we would have had to read it together because so. it'd have to be fixed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I just I feel like that idea of taking somebody that Kurt thought looked up to in the sense of he's got his shit together I and mean, being like, never mind, this other thing he doesn't have together, maybe he has the other thing. Um and I don't I don't know that I've ever seen a character he's- on TV that was that was that was gay. That was wrestling with maybe I'm not gay. Maybe I'm bisexual. I've never seen that. At well, least not a documentary, though. Of course not. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> all right. Any, any other
0: thoughts on the the triangle going on here? Um, I have minute thoughts. Go for are, it. That are not at all important. Um, one, I appreciate. Darren's commitment to the fake coffee at the lima bean for <laughs> getting up, getting sweetener, taking the lid off, stirring sweetener into a fake cup of coffee, and then leaving the coffee behind, which, like you were you put all that method acting into your fake coffee, and then you just you just left it behind. Rachel didn't leave his place in line after he so politely asked, which I just thought was, Telling because that's who Rachel is. Um, were those my very important things to say? Oh, also, there were some key lines that happened during these scenes, including it tastes like pink, uh, your face tastes awesome, Mm -hmm. um, you're so tall, um, yep, I'm gay, 100% gay, and uh, I think those are the lines that were just classic, but. Also, that Darren somehow grew a five o'clock shadow midway through the party, or that Blaine grew a five o'clock shadow midway between coming down the stairs and singing Don't You Want Me Baby. It was a, it
1: was a hell of a party. Put some <laughs> hair on your chest and your face, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That,
0: that party really just went all night. It went for days. Mm. Just, kept, just kept going. But, you know, you hire 30-year-olds. Yeah.
1: I uh I imagine that the Blaine that's on stage near the end of the party, or just in the party, is is a live Darren. Oh, none of them were acting at that point. Like so, for me, I'm like, I walk and I'm like, that's you drunk and happy at a party, okay? Yeah. <laughs> did, not, yeah. did not, did not, not act that. Alright, that's fine. Yeah. Um, my only last note is on on um, one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. One bourbon? Yeah. If I had to give an award for the worst song, it is not Run Joey Run. What? It is this one. That's
0: rude. I had fun.
1: I just I never want to hear, uh, she's just sing, uh, Sir
0: ever again. I'm I'm never. just sad that you know who the artist was. Why are you sad that I
2: know who the I definitely did uh-huh. not.
0: Cause I didn't. George did you Thurgood. have uh, Did you have to look it up, or did you just no. know? Mm. I've always known. My dad, my dad's a fan. He also says "Bad to the best." Is he, or are you?
1: Oh, I like the song, <laughs> but I'm like, it's not like I'm going to be like, I'm going to go and buy all of his songs I'm like that. Go, like, go, like I like some of them. I buy them when you can um, download them on Spotify. Exactly. Um, I For don't. Uh, I don't appreciate bad country, and I don't appreciate shoe, and I don't appreciate. Shoe singing bad country, and one of mm. everyone's got one beer is not country, but they tried to make it that way in this in this episode, and I am not here for it. What is it
0: if it's not country?
1: It is um, okay. So I don't even know how to describe it. It's uh, I've always described it as, as sort of a a subgenre for like rock music, but not like it's uh, you. You're familiar with the song Bad to the Bone, right?
0: Uh,
1: yeah. That's the same same artist. Hmm. 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 a lot more not really
0: country to me. I think I know that song just because it's in movies.
1: Yeah. Bah yeah.
0: also because one of the old mariners would play it as their walkout music at games. That
1: that sounds right. So like a uh, sports song.
0: sports song. Sport ball. Sport ball. Hit the ball hit the ball with the stick.
1: Um, but yeah, so I just, I, I didn't appreciate that entire scene of every, if anything, not into it. That's all I had to say on that. Just, just, I hated it. Sorry. My, my brain trying to come up with more words for like how much I hated it or why is is not able to, other than just like, no, it's just giving me like a big no sign. So no. Well, I I hate to
0: tell you what my favorite song was. You like one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. No, I don't care. Uh, I honestly tuned out when I was watching it. I mean,
1: it's they have fun. I just really don't like. I don't like what they did with the song, and I also don't like shoe. If they had done I, that with the song, I but had somebody else sing it, I alcohol. might have been okay with it. <laughs> mm. not, I mean, I couldn't I've let an episode go by without ranting about him somewhere. That's true. All right. So,
2: well, do we have a favorite song? Blame it on the alcohol. Well, don't you want me? Well, ugh. okay. I like Blame It on the Alcohol. I think I'm gonna actually pick that over. The blaine song i like yeah i i like don't you want me baby but i
0: i don't like that it is one of the beginnings of the um let's call it oh my god darren and leah RBFFs bffs train yeah and i it started like, I know, so long ago and I, I we don't need to bring that up in this episode that can be like another thing but like I, I don't ride that train, and it starts here, so it has like baggage attached to it. But it's so much fun to listen to, and watch, because he's got such great drum facial expressions and like his little hand wavy thing, and the gifts are so fun. So I, it's really a toss up between my headband, and Don't You Want Me. really.
1: I was wondering if someone was gonna take my headband.
0: Yeah true classic
1: it honestly is um i i would say uh don't you want me just because drunk blame facial expressions are just kind of ridiculous but blame on the alcohol would be next just nobody,
3: nobody
1: I, also, take- I also like i like arty's like drunken wheelchair yeah,
2: yeah kind, of mean,
1: like, sure. kind
0: of like kind of manner
2: like as i watched it i was like damn i really object to some of the storylines in this but i love this episode
0: yeah i know yeah. me too his drunk driving. It does
1: have, I think it has some of the stronger writing, like it has some weak, really weak writing, but some good writing, and the good writing is really strong. It's like it's it's like it's either one or the other. It's either good or terrible. And then the songs were mostly all really good, yeah, except Ooh, for a notable exceptions. But um, let's see. So the uh, Kevin Scale. What are we looking at here, guys? Mm. I mean, he did have like,
2: one really good song.
0: So like a. Uh... Two and a half for the song, but no storyline?
2: I would I would say that just for the quality of the song. I don't know. It was very fun. Maybe yeah. two.
0: Two?
1: Back off two. half a point yeah, I think two or two and a half, it's fine for me. But yeah, quality of the song I think is is definitely I mean, worth I when it
2: comes to the Kevin scale, he never gets that much of anything. That's true. So having one very good song feels significant to me. That's
0: true. That's true. That's
2: fair. Two and a half on the Kevin scale. Yeah. Uh, the clean Decks. I mean, it was a good episode for them, like screen time wise.
0: Yeah, it was. And they had, you know, they had like a significant conversation about them.
2: And I even if it
0: didn't rank. bed. Yeah. And, yeah. It was all up in that bed. I he didn't get a song. Half though.
1: Naked.
0: No, he was fully clothed. Do you want to see like five? Five, four. The lack of singing, lack of duetting, but
1: lack of duetting. Um,
0: but, but together, but not
1: together. But yeah, yeah together yeah. but not together. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. But for bringing a boy home without bringing a boy home.
1: Exactly.
0: You get half. Did you get I, half credit.
1: Yeah, half credit. You get some points. Um, you showed your work. You <laughs> uh, showed your work. <laughs> and you didn't get the answer right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Anybody have a fav- uh famous favorite line? All the party lines were like, all the ones that, that you were saying earlier were just great.
1: I will say it I totally like forgot.
0: Tastes like pink.
2: Yeah.
1: I I still quote that. Most people don't know what yeah. I'm saying or what I mean like or what it's from, but I, I have said in like the past week or two, it tastes like pink. <laughs> tastes like yeah. pink. When describing something. So, um, that is fair. That
0: is a that is a good line. It's so weird. That of everything the Glee has done, you're like, it tastes like pink. I don't know right. why. That's that's its legacy is it tastes like pink.
1: I mean, if that's gonna be a legacy, that's I mean, it could be worse. It could be. Anybody else have any final thoughts? Uh,
0: Kurt Kurt wore a harness to a party.
1: I did do that.
0: But you know, what's new? I think I mean
1: he was. I told you he was trying with Blaine. He was very very much trying.
0: He's trying real hard. hmm hmm You see
1: the work that he put down?
0: Mm-hmm. He showed his work. He just didn't get exactly. to the answer. Exactly. Uh, we'll get there. Just needs to get himself just, in the back of the car. A couple... Or real classy-like. <laughs> oh my God. We just <laughs> give, it, give it a couple episodes.
1: You'll be fine, Chris. Um, gotta get that
0: boy drunk again. No,
1: don't, because then goodness knows what, what'll happen. <laughs> Looks like he's just kind of, like... Well, just a very rambunctious drunk. <laughs> All of the energy. I've read that fic. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, if we don't have any other thoughts, concerns, haikus.
0: Nope. No haikus.
1: Fabulous. Well, in that case, uh, thanks for joining us. And that's what you missed on Lake.
3: At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. And we know that it can get a little weird when things just don't work together. That's why Farmers lets you bundle your home and auto insurance together. And doesn't that sound nice? Bundle with Farmers today and you could save an average of 20% too. Talk about music to your ears. Visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today.
2: We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers, truck, fire, insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
3: At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. And we know that it can get a little weird when things just don't work together. That's why Farmers lets you bundle your home and auto insurance together. And doesn't that sound nice? Bundle with Farmers today and you can save an average of 20% too. Talk about music to your ears. Visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today.
2: We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers, truck, fire, insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.